everybody, this is Gary Vaynerchuk. This is a very special episode. This is the intern episode. Three interns are gonna sit with me today who have spent their summer at VaynerMedia and ask me a question. I'm excited about that. India is here. Sid, the intern, is here as well. Sid, you should actually ask a question. Let's do four. You're in now. There we go, so four interns will uh, ask me a question. Uh, what else is going on? I'm starting to get serious about my Snapchat game. I, I tested a little bit yesterday. I thought that was pretty good. I see some head shaking, so that's good. I'm excited about what I was doing there, uh, which will be scary because I think people will now get a real sense of how much traveling I actually do if I document through there, so it excites me. Uh, what else? The Wine Deals Instagram account has been very much in right hook uh, zone. Emily, thank you for following the account. Emily, you know what? You may be also able to ask a question. I do need five questions, so we might as well just uh, do that. Emily is not an intern, but she'll explain <laughs> who she is when she gets on the show. So. Uh, so I get, I don't even, like, India, like, what are you just gonna hang? And just like watch? What are you, like, watch, yeah. you're just gonna watch? <laughs> <laughs> we'll day off. All right, interns, and then I'm not even gonna do this with you, India. All right, interns, let's get into the show. Cool, who wants to come up first? How about... I'm in. Cool. <laughs> Gotta kick off with the fellow check fan, come on. Yes, absolutely, I'm excited. Are you ready for the season? Ah. Uh... You concerned about all okay. the injuries? I'm a little worried. Yeah, I'm not happy. Yeah, Tell the Vayner Nation who you are. What's up, Vayner Nation? I'm Russell. I am a diehard Jet fan, much like Gary. Um, I go to USC. Um, what else about me? Um, this is good. That's what it is. That's what it's Phenomenal work. Live it up. Listen, um, anything yeah. you can do to show how great I am on camera is always good. <laughs> so, so way to kick up, way to kick up, way to kiss up to the boss. All right, so, uh, so uh, good summer? Yeah, great summer. This is it? This is the last week? Here. Yeah. Um, we're done. It's crazy. When are you back to school? Um, I go back on Saturday. Excited? So we're back. Oh, pumped. Yeah. It's going to be a big year. That football team is actually going to be good. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually optimistic. Are you? Yeah. I need to watch them play a couple preseason games. There's a couple key things I'm looking for on the offensive line and at the linebacker position, but I think I could be optimistic. We'll see. All right. It's all Gino. But anyway, yeah, um, I guess football, we're diving into the question. Um, has there ever been a point for you where you've kind of been overwhelmed with options for where you wanted to go kind of in your career and life and what was the thought process and the decision-making process you went through when you ultimately made, made your call. decision? I, I think it's happened more, unlike what I think you're going with your question. As you're younger, you may be in school, there's a lot of options. You know, to me, I was set at your age, right? I was, I mean, I barely went to college. I was like, I that badly wanted to go into the family business and mm -hmm. do my thing. Where I started having these things happen really is more of like the last five to seven year phenomenon where I'm crippled by business options. Uh, do I want to be a venture capitalist? Do I want to start companies? Do I want to do more e-com? Do I want to do TV shows? Like I've had a lot of options in the last five to seven years and I think for me, you know, there's a, what I like to do is run on two parallel paths. So here's my piece of advice. One, I'm constantly debating them. Right? I mean, you just have to. You're a human being. You're thinking about your options. But I'm always doing something. I think the thing that bothers me is that people are crippled by their options and then actually aren't doing anything in parallel. They're lallygagging while they decide. And to me, whatever you're deciding, mm -hmm. given that these should all be loaded questions, whatever's in your option point, you need to be doing. Right, you need to be executing. So if there's three to four tangible things going on in your mind, you need to make sure your internships, your free time, you know, whatever you can do to let you taste them, 
and get context around them is what really matters. Good. Sweet. That's it. Good. All right. Um, awesome. I cool. thought there was gonna be a follow up. Oh, um, in terms of of that, I mean, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Just it's about it's about execution, right? Mm -hmm. Like to me, what I was doing was I've showed up on TV a lot. I did angel investing. I ran Vayner Media. Like I was doing all these things. I think people. I think people are confused that you could be doing a lot of things at once if you're able to stretch that rubber band. But how much of it would you say is like following your passion versus kind of like trying new things and experimenting and seeing if I would never try anything that I'm not excited about. <clears throat> like to me, when I hear you say following your passion, literally what I heard is, how much it is, is it about oxygen? Like to me that's the only thing. Like everything I just mentioned are all things that I'd want to do. Like. You know how many people have asked me to go into politics? I don't see you. Right. So, so, but I don't want to do that. And so I've never pondered that, right? And so, you know, to me, you know, teaching's interesting. I think I'm a modern teacher. I like it. I love this. Uh, but I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it in the way that USC actually wants me to teach a course. The guy that I came and did that course for, he's like, look, we'll set it all up for you. You can be a professor. And the, there was a part of me like my mom would really get a kick out of that. <laughs> but other than that, I'm like, I don't want to do that. And so all of it has to do with passion, but you can have passion about a lot of different things. So to me, if you're contemplating anything that's practical or money-based, get the hell out. Like, oh, I can go to finance and make more money? That's like, that, I, I think that is a terrible idea. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Thanks, Thanks Thanks. Real pleasure. Next. Hey. Hello. How are you? Good. How Good. are you? Tell the Vayner Nation who you are. Hi, I'm Sabina. I'm the Core Insights intern, and I'm also a co-founder of Linnet. And I love the plug. <laughs> Dear, I'll give her a little pop-up. All right. Oh, you really? You came prepared. <laughs> listen, I love the hustle. I, I promise you, they're gonna love the hustle. <laughs> All right. Okay. So my question is. Hypothetically speaking, yes. Uh, you need a co-founder of a startup. <laughs> what can I or that person do? Oh, this hypothetical to person to convince mm -hmm. you to meet their team for five minutes, um, a minute. Well, you that I'd be more than happy to do for you. And in general, it's just a little bit of serendipity. I get asked all the time. I get pounded all the time. Like living my life, like going to school functions with my wife or parties or just living life right now. I am fully in. I get pitched mode, right? Which is, for me, super flattering. I'm humbled that uh, I've hit a status where that's what people want from me. And so my money or my time or attention or points of view, all of it is still humbling and interesting. So, you know, for you, that's a done deal to schedule <laughs> that. For everybody else who's watching, they've all tried. I've got, I've, there's people who are watching right now who've emailed me 90 times, who've hit me up on social media 90 times, and who will never get that at bat. It's literally just the serendipity of it all. There's other people on their first email or their first tweet or their first you know thing, get that at bat. I have so much volume that I have no real way to truly have a system. My VaynerRC has a structure where you can definitely go through that process and it can eventually get to me, but you've got to go through the Phil's and the Sean's and the Kevin's and the Brian's mm -hmm. and the Chloe's and so um, you know, that's it, that's the answer. I think one of the really smart strategic ways, hypothetically, is to actually get an internship at VaynerMedia. Put in good work, uh, finagle your way into uh, the Ask Gary V show, where on the spot in front of the Vayner Nation you can ask the question, which then compels me to actually do it. That would be that would be something that I would consider. That sounds like a very smart person. Good I plan. think you should meet them. I'm just saying. Well, hit up Matt. Let's do it. Okay. Hi, awesome. Dad. Oh, Dad. <laughs> I love it. 
Sid, my intern. <laughs> my guy. Sid, tell, they know you a little bit, but give them the official. Hi, Reader Nation. I am Sid. I'm, I've been working with Team Gary for the last 10 months. I'm a graduate student at Babson. And my question is a little bit around you because okay. <laughs> like how in-depth I've seen you working and I've seen you go all in when you're like doing something but then I, we also as a team have seen that you step back and see things in a wider perspective and then you change direction come up with creative ideas so how do you decide when it's like moment to just step back and reconsider that's an interesting question um, you know, it's funny, you know, I always say to candidates when I meet with them, I'm meeting with a lot of senior people who are gonna run a lot of departments here at Vayner in the future, and I say, look, you know me in the outside and you think that I'm gonna micromanage a ton. What's weird is I'm very the other way. Like, I, I actually have a lot of, you know, it's, you know, I almost want to ask, I almost weirdly want to reverse this to the Ask Sid show because I'm curious how you <laughs> quantify it for me. To me, this is a very hard answer for me because it's just, innate, right? Like it's just how I, I don't even know. Meaning, yeah, I mean I feel when I have to go deep, I feel like when I have to go wide, I'm, I'm reacting to what feels intuitive to me of the moment. I'm quantifying the people that are involved in the situation, uh, the market. Um, it's, it's, a, you know, it's kind of like a, a feeling to understand what to do at that moment. Um, what, I think, what I think happens is when I taste it, I talk about, I use the analogy of like blood in the water, shark mentality, right? When I taste it, then I wanna go all in, right? Like, th then I'm like, let's go, right? And so, um, but I don't know how to quantify what it takes for me to taste it. I feel like it's a combination of me and my partner in crime, team or individual, is now at a crescendo to like be able to really attack it and I can like really go in and there's like a cadence between the two of us that allows us to deliver on it. You know, Sid, I, I think that's a shit answer and I apologize. There's some answers that are just tough to, you know, like it's just how do you describe the feeling? But I do believe this is the essence of what, why I always believe that entrepreneurship and being a businessman or woman is a talent. This question ha is the same question of like, you know, like how do you know when to hit the high note? Like when do you know it's game time and you've got to shoot and stop passing the ball? Like, like you know, when do you know like how to, like, like being a great surgeon? Like, like where do you like like? It's just the feel and the the rhythm of the game. And as a business person, I've said this, Emily, you might have heard this. Like, and some of you guys might have heard this. I've been saying to a couple people here and there that the company feels more manageable to me. Like right now I feel more in control of four offices and 550 people than I did when we were at 200. It's just, it's, it's the rhythm of it. Um, and so that's why I know it's a talent. There's nothing I was taught. There's no blueprint. It's, um, it's just being one with the business. Sounds so weird. <laughs> but it's, it's what it is. It's like, it just, I understand it. Um, and you know what's funny? I don't think it's right or wrong. I think what you're observing, and I know you've been very observant, which is why it was a fun question to hear from you, mm -hmm. it's right for me. Do you know what I mean? It's not the right thing that you need to go and deploy against you. It's not right for your startup. It, it's what's right for me. And what's, what, the one thing I do love about myself, and this is just flat out, 
I don't let any, nobody has any equity from my parents to my brother to, to my most trusted employees. Nobody has impact or can wait, make me waver or dense that belief in me and it and that thing. And that unwavering has brought me enormous amounts of value. It's like just like, it's just the strongest thing in my world. Like me and the business at hand, you know, in harmony without allowing any other voice to even have a peep in that direction has been very, very important to me. Cool. cool. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. This is a good episode. Intern. <laughs> Bringing it. Hey, Gary. How are you, Maria? Good to I see like you. I like your chest hair. Thank you. <laughs> Weirdly attracted to it. Appreciate it. Yeah, Appreciate no it. Tell the uh, Hi, Vayner Nation. My name is Michael. I'm going to be a senior at the University of Michigan. I am a DJ and a huge dance music enthusiast. Love it. So, for the last intern question, I want to get a little deeper with you. Okay. So, I want to ask... Was that a, was that a dig at Sid? No. Because <laughs> he went pretty deep. No, it's good. Okay. We're going to go on like a different level though. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Love it. So, I want to know how you define love and what that means to you and how that personal definition affects your relationships. That's a very good question. I actually, this one's actually very easy for me. It's something that I got to in my mind. Love is very easy for me. Love to me is actually shifting your brain or your feelings into a place where you value the other person more than yourself. Like the, the people that I love, I truly, truly, in general, I'm a pretty empathetic, like, you know, really care about the other person's point of view and how do I bring value. But that whole 5149 thing that I talk about from a business standpoint, which a lot of you know what I'm referring to, but people are watching for the first time or others that don't know, it's, hey, give 51% of the value in the relationship, you'll always win. When it comes to the people that I love, I'm very comfortable in being at 100-0. When I make that shift, when I fell in love with Lizzie, to my kids, my parents, my siblings, Brandon, my best friend who runs Wine Library, those core couple of people that I would say I love, I'm very comfortable in providing the entire value in the relationship. That the thick, that it's crazy, the more I love you, and this has actually been something that I've struggled with in my life, but it is absolutely how I define love. The more I love you down the chain is the more that I, is the level of which I want less from you. So like the people I love the most, I literally don't want anything from. I want to provide so much disproportionate value I want to never make myself a burden or something they think they need to deliver on. And I want it to be, I want to be the first person they call and the person that they most rely on and trust in the world. And as my love goes down, that goes down to just maybe even. Um, that's how I define it. I like it. Cool, man. I like it. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for your summer. Em. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm well. It's so rainy. You've got a lot of energy though. Whoa! Let me see your shoe. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, oh! This we is what cool. we do on the show. Yeah. yeah. This is how we do it. It's rainy nice. and so I can like a pop of color. Alright, All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah? yeah. A little side by side yeah, style issue. Yeah. Look, we matched it a little bit. Yeah. I've always got an element, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Tell the Vayner Nation. Hi, I'm Emily. I work on the VaynerMedia communications team. I am very excited to be there. It's um, some interesting stuff that we're doing. And um, I led the internship program this summer. So all of these um, characters that are in here somehow had to interact with me to, <laughs> to get in the door. Uh, it's been, been amazing. I think it's awesome this year that we had interns in different departments. So not just all social media interns. We had people in studio doing copywriting, doing interesting things like Team Gary. So it's been an awesome experience. Cool. Cool. Uh, so my question is kind of around uh, career growth yes. and how you map that. Yes. Uh, I heard you say recently that at your 30th birthday you freaked out and started Wine Library TV. I did. And I thought that was an interesting thing to map back. Was that the start of a hockey stick that you kind of went on? I know you talk about turning 40 and how that's very exciting. Uh, how do you... Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> a la, I might just disappear. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you see sort of like milestones like that, like an age or something like that, and sort of like career and comparing yourself to sort of like where you should be? Or I, I don't know if I'll ever be. have anything like 30 because 30 was a real kind of interesting moment for me because I really, really felt for the first time in my life on my 30th birthday that I would not buy the New York Jets or that might be, you know, you know, and I think, look, this is a good time to talk about it if like if it's confusing to anybody. I'd be very okay if I don't buy the New York Jets. I want to buy the New York Jets. But more importantly, I want the process of buying the New York Jets. And what hit me was my behavior wasn't acting towards a process of buying the New York Jets. That I was starting to become complacent which was very weird for me and it scared me a little bit. Like, I'd made it, right? And, and by everybody else's definition, and I allowed, in a world where I very much, we talked about in Sid's question, live in my little world, mm -hmm. for some reason, I don't, you know, obviously I got married at the day before my 29th birthday, so Lizzie was new in my life. Like, whatever had happened in those two or three or four years from 26 to 30, it was the, the most complacent version of myself. I mean, I'm a dramatically more of a hustler today than I was at 26, which is tough because I have children and a marriage and I'm like, damn, I, I mean, this would have been a much, you know, I'd much rather have worked it out, which is why I push that objective so much in, in people's 20s. That's when, you, that's when you don't go for the cash, that's when you sleep on the floor, mm -hmm. right? Like with 19 people in like <laughs> this room. Like Jerome Jar slept at VaynerMedia. Right, like he hustled. Yeah. Now he makes millions of dollars being Jerome Jar. He freaking slept here. Like I, like I know what it takes. And I, so anyway, I don't know why I'm going left field. Birthdays are interesting. You've had some big birthdays recently. <laughs> birthdays, birthdays are interesting for me. I'm definitely freaking out about my 40th birthday. Like, because what's happening in my brain right now is like, ooh, 40 to 50 is the foundational decade of like, you know, like, if I don't really crush that decade, and there's a part of me that laughs at me, because then I'm like, hmm, then I'm gonna come to 50 and be like, all right, 50 to 60 <laughs> is clear, like, this is where you really go to moguls. Like, like I, I know my, I'm self-aware enough to know that's how I'm driven. I have this equal push to like, massive ambition and equal understanding of myself knowing that the goals that, I, you know it's funny, I can't wait to be a public figure in my 60s, 70s and 80s and talk about, there's a weird part of me and it's an emerging weird part that says, wow, I can make a bigger impact on the world if I don't buy the Jets because I could talk mm -hmm. about 
you know, the satisfaction that I had in that I gave it my all and I, you know, there's serendipity and there's other variables or that, you know, this, you know, I, you know I'm a weird dude, this tragic event happened and I adjusted mm-hmm. my priorities or this incredible thing happened, let's look on the bright side, and I, you know, my, my son was a whiz kid violinist and I decided to deploy against that. You know, so I, I think that the way I think about it is, for me, birthdays are weird. I definitely milestone birthdays. 30 and 40 is ripping me right now. And like 30 did, and so 50 will. And so, um, and I don't know if I'm forcing that narrative or not, but they're real. But I think, um, I think that they definitely make me think about things and readjust. Like I'm sure, it's a cliche thing that I'm sure happens to everybody, but I didn't have them at 18 or 21 or 25. Mm. It started at 30 for me. Um, and probably speaks to what I'm ambitious about. I wasn't as much worried about my childhood or things of that nature. Um, my career has been the, the beacon of my life uh, outside of my family, and th- that's what I don't I don't associate myself with. You know, like being a party dude or like getting the most out of my 20s. It was more career oriented, um, and so I think it's different for everybody. Uh, and I think you know it also speaks to. You know, these big birthdays are also a tremendous important time to reflect around family and health. Obviously, I took care of my health. I've been spending a disproportionate amount of time on my family hacking. As happy as I am with the extremism of weekends and vacation time, I'm starting to bubble up some other thoughts. And so, I think, you know, I think it's fun being a human. Like, it's fun to hang out with the interns here who are, like, (laughs) starting to go to that next chapter where, like, the game they've played their entire lives of school infrastructure is going to go away and they go into a different game. Um, and uh, and that's interesting to watch, and and it's interesting that my parents are interesting to watch to me. You know, you know, there was something I read that said, you know, when you save money your whole life, you you don't know how to spend it. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching my parents struggle to relax and enjoy this next chapter of their lives. And so like, I'm very observant uh, as a business person around psychology, but also as like a human, I'm interested in how people roll and. Uh, I, I think the best thing I can say is, you know, go with what feels right. Um, attach yourself to a couple principles that matter the most, and uh, and let the cards play out as they will. Thanks. Cool. It's a deep, deep episode. You know, <laughs> I didn't know the intern episode was gonna get so deep. I guess that's it. Good. Nice and nice and kind of tight. I mean, the answers were pretty long. Here you go. Thanks. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that show. I really did. I really enjoyed it. It was weird not to interact with you a whole bunch, India. I felt kind of sad. Yeah, I'm a little sad myself. But don't worry. Now that the golden era has ended, we'll get back to like engaging on 131. Uh, uh, question of the day. Tell me a story about your most impactful birthday. You know, tell me about your year that made you think or you did something. This is a good opportunity for the community to get to know each other more. Uh, obviously, there was a post I posted on Facebook over the weekend that allowed you guys to kind of like talk about yourselves uh, and biz dev, and boy, did you take me up on it. Um, and it was great to see the community interact with each other. I think uh, for Facebook and YouTube comments, lurkers, this would be a tremendous time to come out and tell us a story about you, the birthday, the signature birthday so far in your life, and a little story around it. You keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them. Why don't you guys come over here next to me and I'll do the intro with you guys in it. Actually, you know what? Why don't you guys stand? And so, Tira, like make the shot like of them yeah. and, then, and then go up to them. It'll be funny. Really? Alright, director. It's good, right? <laughs> I'm a director now. <laughs> <laughs>